previously on This Is How We Roll. And you can see that this is an old swinging railroad bridge. And so there is a bridge, but it is not connecting to either side at this moment. I have my fishing pole still. We could just throw you across. Can Ethan come with hockey and they can try again? Uh, so, Genril, you can uh, give permission for that if you want. And Macecore, you could uh, try to give instructions to, I guess, hockey. And hockey could tell Ethan. All right, guys, you're going to take this lasso knot and you're going to drop it over the lever so the knot is the whole knot's around the lever. And then you're going to come back to us and say, all good to go. All right, so so I I run up in front of Branthos and say, I think we should go right. Aye, why do you think that, my lad? Because I'm smarter than you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Flint slips this thing into his bag and he thinks he's so clever, but Macecore saw the whole thing and he just... <laughs> slowly lifts it out of Flint's bag and puts it in his own. Um, yeah, you can see that this appears to be some sort of stooped humanoid figure with a cloak and a large curved staff. Only the worthy may enter, and none have since the chamber was sealed. Um, all right, and uh, Branthos kind of looks at all of you and he says, well, I'm glad that there weren't more logic puzzles in this in this city <laughs> because that really didn't go as I had planned. After your excellent logic puzzle skills, you all hey, probably yeah. You all probably would uh, want to take a quick break here before moving on. Um, that would be a highly, highly recommended activity for me. Um, so does everybody remember how that works roughly for a short rest? Nope. So you can look at your first page of your character sheet or where you say where it says hit dice on your character mm -hmm. sheet. And however many you have left, you can roll up to that many of that type of dice to recoup some hit points okay so i just rolled the rest of my hit dice plus the one i get for setting up my tent which gives me an extra one that brings me up to 41 and then i'll have to eat some meat sticks to <laughs> get up to full health here uh you have you i gave you two of mine but you have your own stash right yes i have seven of them left so i'll roll a few of them to get up to the right amount. I am at full health. I have four hit dice left and I have 10 meat sticks. Does does anyone need any meat sticks to heal up? I'm back to full health as well. Can everybody stop saying meat sticks? <laughs> Listen, Macecore shoved his meat sticks into my mouth at the end of that last session. I had to shove two of them in. Okay, I don't want to, I'm getting... Oh, we're going to start this this early this time? I cannot. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so after you find the correct key to open this door and then struggle through finding the rest of the keys that are harmless or potentially will get you back out, you have this door that's swung open, this big mechanical door, and the spirit guardian has not returned to the door. And so the five of you gather at the doorway and recoup your energy for a few moments. And Branthos takes a few swigs off of his delicious cherry liqueur. He does not <laughs> offer it to you all this time because he doesn't have that much left. 
and he wasn't real impressed with your showing in the key puzzle. And so he decides to just keep it for himself. But after a few minutes, he says, well, all right, then I guess we should probably be moving on. Mm. And he starts to walk through the door. Could, could I try to take one of the keys that is injuring by wrapping it in cloth or tying it to my fishing pole? I would highly recommend against that. Don't do it. Let them go. Uh, <laughs> all right, Branthos is walking through the okay. door and he won't. Oh, we got to go wait, follow wait, next wait, week. Wait, Branthos, Branthos, where you going? I'm trying to get on with the mission. I don't want to be down here till we starve to death. Let us go, Foist. You're old. I, I may be old, but I'm tough. All right, just wait for us. We're coming. I'll, Let's I'll, go. I'll run up and get in front of uh, the whole pack <laughs> of people with my shield at the ready. All right, Flint, what are you doing? Are you going? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm taking off. All right. Everybody walks forward, and you walk into the next chamber, and what you see amazes you. You walk into a very vast, wide open cavern and in it is a lake and the lake is filled with dark black water and standing in the middle of the lake, you can see a small island and it is maybe a hundred feet off the shore that you are on. And in the middle of the island, you can see something glowing faintly in the distance. Um, and give me a perception check, everybody in the group. Nine. Non-natural 20. 21. 14. So everyone except for Felosiel uh, <laughs> walks forward a few steps, and as you approach the water, you can see that there is something unnatural and a bit unsettling about the water. In the water, you can see the dull glow of blank ghost-like eyes staring back at you from underneath the surface and you're not quite sure what they are attached to but there are definitely some eyes looking at you from in the bottom of this lake (laughs) flint you can actually see a shimmer of gold somewhere deeper in the lake a bit further off of the shore and flint you hear a voice in your head oh and it says that's it That's where I left it. A voice promised me untold riches if I would only leave the Gaia hammer. And Flint, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Whoa. Flint, baby cakes. Starting off early. Listen to the voice, Flint. Listen to it. (laughs) I got a 14. So Flint, as you hear this voice and you see this glimmer of gold, you find yourself plunging headfirst into the water. Oh no. I can't swim. And... For the rest of you, what you see happening here is Flint wading into the water and the hands of these creatures whose eyes you could see reach up out of the water and grab onto him and start pulling him down. Uh, And that is the situation. Felosio's just following after him because she didn't see the people to begin with. It's a ticking clock situation. So you have about a minute to rescue Flint before he drowns. I don't have a wa- my water wings. <laughs> get, get the fishing pole. Felosia, do you have the fishing, fishing pole? pole? Can Felosia, you throw it to him? Yeah, yeah. aren't we just going into the water here? No. Well, now we gotta go what? save Flint. Do you what? have the fishing pole on you? Yeah. Yes. He- here you go. Uh, and I'll 
give it to Mace Corps, and I'm still just going into the water. Felocio, their hands. Don't go into the water. Rolling, getting on Flint. We got to get him out. Oh, okay, okay. Hurry up, lad. I'm going to throw the him. throw the line of the fishing pole to Flint in the water. What do I have, do I have to do? All right. Uh, make a dexterity attacking throw, I guess. Is Flint aware of Mace Corps throwing it to him? Can I do any? Can I grab it, or am I basically just like hoping? Uh, I will. I will see All how right. he does. Right. Is this a saving throw? It would be an attacking throw. Oh, like a ranged attack. To like oh. hit him, target him. Uh, seventeen. All right, so that's a pretty good cast. Mm. So your hook falls and starts to sink in the direction of Flint. And Flint, I need you to make a another constitution save and let's see if you are able to sort of shake off this moment and see this thing. Ooh, nice. 21. Ooh. All right. So yeah, you you sort of snap out of it as you hit the water. And as soon as you touched the water, you saw another flash of a vision. And this time, what you saw is the same sort of shimmering gold light that formed into images. And you see the king of the mountain, the ancient king of the mountain, Bane, maddened by his greed, finding his way into this very same chamber. He lays his eyes on something shining in the distance and paddles a small raft maniacally across the water to the small island. Once there, he was met by some sort of presence and it coaxes him into leaving his warhammer on a pedestal. And in exchange, he received some amazing gems and great crates of gold of unspeakable value. And the creature tells him that he can have whatever he can carry from its hoard. And so he loads his pockets in his gemmed jacket and he fills his boat with riches, his small raft with riches. And he starts to paddle back to the shore. As he paddles, his boat starts to take on water from the weight that he has added from the gold. He attempts to bail it out, but to no avail. The water is coming faster and the boat starts to go under. King Bane bobs on the surface of the water for just a moment, making eye contact with his hammer on the pedestal. And then he plummets like a stone to the bottom of the lake, weighed down by his own gold and jewels. He turns and looks at the hammer one last time as he loses consciousness and dies at the bottom of the lake. And Flint, you managed to shake off this vision just in time to see the faithful bamboo fishing rod hook sinking down and you grab onto this this line um and i'm gonna need uh mace Corps to make a quick uh strength check to see if you're able to hoist flint out of the water come on mace Corps, you're a big guy 14 so yeah you are able to haul flint up to the surface and flint you get to an area of the lake where you can again touch the ground and there's a few hands still grabbing onto his legs uh so what's everybody else doing am i allowed to jump in and cast a spell you can yeah oh okay you guys you everyone come here come here i can cast water walk which means all of us can walk over can go across the water to that island in the middle nice and not only that, not only that, as we're walking across, I can bring anything from below up at the rate of 60 feet per round. And I don't think you said the water was that deep. Or do uh, we know? No, I think it's okay. probably about uh, 60 feet. Well, there you go. <laughs> so what do you want me to do? Should uh, we all go? Would you like to come with me to the island for the hammer? 
I I think Flint is still struggling against these creatures. So once we get him free, yeah, I gotta get out of here. Then we'll water walk. Can you take your sword and Flint? You could do something too, Flint. Now that you're aware, you could do something. Okay. Free yourself yeah. Well, too, then can I? Um, I'm gonna take my horseshoe dart and try and just chop away at these hands trying to get at me. All right, make a melee attack, right. and you're just gonna swing this thing back to try to cut the grip of the last few things that have have a hold of you. Oh god, uh, seven. <laughs> um, so you, well, so you manage to sort of slash across these arms. They do not loose their grip when you stab at them. Uh, can, who's next? Can Can I walk out to where he is, and I'll use my long sword and slash at them on him and any that might be on me. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Make an attack um, on them. If if they're within, um, there's a bunch of them grabbing him, but you can hit them all at once. Okay, great. Uh, so that is eighteen to hit on the first that, swing. That'll do it. Okay. Um, so Flint gets dragged up by this line, and he's still being he's struggling against the grip of these demons under the water, and Philosial. Uh, uh, he stabs out at them and they don't lose their grip. And Mace Corps keeps pulling on the line and Felosiel jumps to his aid and chops the hands off of several of them and grabs him. And they manage to struggle back to the shore together. As soon as Flint is free of the water, the water goes perfectly still once again and looks like a surface of glass. I, I, I think we could try that water walking thing now, Genriel. Flint, what did you see in there? We need to get to the light. Bane's Warhammer is over there. He left it. Oh, I, I, I think that uh, Flint must be right. That must be it out there in the middle of the lake. We can all go together. I can take all of us. Let's go. Um, is there anything? Can we look around real quick to see if there's like a boat or just like anything on the shore that looks out of place? Uh, yeah, you can take a look. Give, a, uh, give me a perception check. You can just kind of look around the shoreline there. Uh, 21. Um, so you look around and there's really not much shoreline. There's really only a small section of land by the door that you came through between that and the island. And you cannot see any land on the far side, unlike this picture is showing us right now. Um, you can only see the island and then it's just dark blackness and water as far as you can tell. And you don't see anything out of place. Okay. Well, oh. take it away. Get Time for that spell. <laughs> how, how does this work exactly? I just have to cast it across the water and all we can all walk together towards the light. So let's go. Oh, Poseidon, allow us to travel to the hammer of Thor. I'm mixing up my gods. Let us go. We can also bring things up from under the water, friends. Uh, I, w- I would like one of those dead bodies to come up. <laughs> As a you cadaver. Don't you don't want the gold. Interesting. Um, okay, so you... Uh, I'm just going to kind of clarify a sort of physical dynamic of this spell um, okay. f- for our purposes. So the f- uh, who's going to go first? I will, since I cast okay. it. So, General, you walk out onto the top of this water, and this spell allows you to float just above it, and it does not disturb the glassy surface of the water. And so you are able to walk on it, and there's no reaction from under the surface. So you have presumably found a way to cross without the hands of the dead reaching up out of the water. 
Um, and yeah, that's the scene. And Branthos is going to follow you. It says I can take 10 willing creatures on nice. my list. Yeah, so if anyone wants I, to, I would, would anyone yeah, else? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm going. Branthos, should you stay over here on the other, on the safer ground? I'm not staying here without the four of you. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's how I'll end up dead. Um, G- Genru, would you like one of us to go first in case anything happens? Um, certainly, certainly. Um, Flint, would you like to take the lead on this one? <laughs> I'll take the lead, you coward bastards. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll bring up the rear to protect us from both sides. Put the soft, squishy people in the middle, you know? <laughs> I'm just so tiny. I'm tiny. All right, well, let's just make our way out there. Everybody stick together. Let's go. All right. You walk along the surface of this water, and as you walk about halfway to the island, you can see straight beneath you um, is the source of the glinting gold that Flint had seen from the shore. Um, And you can't really fully make out exactly what it is down below you, but it appears to be some sort of cache of gold and shimmering metal. Branthos uh, continues past that. Uh, What is everybody else going to do? Is anybody interested in that or do we want to keep moving? Uh, Yeah, Genryl, can you bring that up to the surface? Yes, I can. Do do you see it? It's it's like shining down there. Are you sure we, are sure you want this? Uh, I do. Wouldn't it, does it break the spell to bring something up? Will we fall in? No, it does not. It does not. I can bring anything to the surface. Should we go to the hammer first and get this on our way back? <laughs> I, I think perhaps that might be the right move. We're on, a, we're on a mission here. Let's keep going. Let's go to the island, guys. Ugh. Don't be greedy. Fine. All right. And uh, you move on and uh, you continue walking past this shining spot under the water and you continue past another roughly 50 feet of glassy dark water and you arrive on the edge of a smooth stone island. Uh, The island is maybe 30 to 40 feet across and it's uh, a fairly smooth dome shape. And the center of the island contains a pedestal on which rests a shining golden hammer. As you reach this island, all of you can now hear whispers in your head. The sound of these whispers is not clear. There is no one message being told, but it's almost as if you can hear the voices of the past or perhaps the voices of the dead who you just met in the water whispering in your ear. And you feel as if you're being watched. And that is, that's what you see. What, what's that you said, Macecore? Are you talking to me? I didn't say anything to you. What, th- Blaine, what did you say to me? Everyone Get out of my head. Quiet. Everyone needs to be quiet. <laughs> well, then tell who who's whispering then? Like someone's talking. Tisn't I. I don't like this place one bit. Should we get the hammer to go? Yeah, Flint, is this the hammer that you saw in your visions? That's the one. I'm having a vision of... I'm having a vision of the future. It, it's something, I can't get it quite clearly, but it feels something like Indiana Jones. I don't know that we should just pick up the hammer. Never seen it. I'm grabbing a hammer. Indiana who? who who's Indiana Jones? No, no, no I don't know. Is that know. another god? It's 
foggy. It's foggy, but I see a relatively rugged, handsome man in a funny hat. And he picks up a stone and things go horribly wrong. So I just think we should consider before we just grab... I and Mace Core has that silly looking hat too. So perhaps you're seeing our near future. Brantos, hey, that hat is one of a kind. <laughs> I think it's just a little too easy to just pick up the hammer. I think we must be cautious. Oh, Guchella is the... <laughs> Well, Flint, Flint, it seems like you've been the one that's seen the most of the hammer. I think you should be the one to pick it up. I, I'll go for it. Brace yourselves. <laughs> All right. Should, so, should, should we spread out around it, kind of surrounding him, so that if anything happens, indeed, <laughs> we're spread not out. just all in a line here. Spread yeah. out. Make a circle. Make a tiny, tiny circle. All right. Um, so you all sort of spread out in an arc, and Flint, you walk forward toward the pedestal. As you do, on the far side of the small, smooth stone island, you watch as a dull shine grows into a shimmer, and you hear a familiar creaking and clanking of unlubricated metal. Oh, no. Suddenly, the water on the far side of the island is writhing and churning, and a great shape forms from the water as pieces of shrapnel and armor and ancient rusted weapons form into a gigantic monster. Oh, not this again. The monster swirls and crawls onto the island when it is fully formed, and at its heart, you now see the Gaia hammer loosed from its pedestal and part of the beast. Oh, come on. Oh. Use the damn hammer. Why, did, why didn't you grab it faster, Flint? <laughs> Don't put this oh. on me. Holy shit. <laughs> and what you see what you see is the shape, the unmistakable shape of a dragon. Oh, that gives the me dragon, a bad name. God damn. The dragon <laughs> is made of a metallic pile of rubble and it has that same pulsing energy pounding through it. Um, and as I said, you can see the Gaia hammer now resting right where the dragon's heart would be. Yes, we can. And the fully formed shape of the metallic dragon says... You have come for the hammer. I'm afraid it is not yours to take. I paid for it long ago. And we need to roll initiative. Ah, fuck. How, how did you pay for it, Mr. Dragon? Is it Bane? Is Bane the roll initiative? God, I got a three. Got a 12. Hang on, hang on. You got a 19. Hey, score, what'd you get there? 12. 12. General? 15. Ooh, Branthos is coming in big. Can we still walk on water right now? I believe so. So how long does that spell last? I think it's only one turn. Hang on, mm. going back. What about the golden stuff on the bottom? That might be useful. Yeah, we I, probably should have gotten that. No, I don't think I. I we bring stuff up from. I can bring stuff up from under Let's the ground. Let's see. One Hang hour. On. Oh, there we go. Good. So you're good. Yeah, you can all still walk on water. Um. Okay, so um, first up is actually going to be Branthos. And Branthos, uh, he actually seems to spring into action now that he's seen enough of this city to know uh, that this seems to be the sway uh, that is causing it to not be habitable. Um, and so you kind of see him spark to life, almost like these metallic creatures have throughout your journey. 
and he whips out a small metal rod which he flicks with his wrist and it forms into roughly the size of a quarter staff and he goes running forward and is going to strike out at the foot of this dragon and he rolls an eight so that is going to miss so he kind of does like a knee slide swinging this thing and it clangs off of the metallic foot of the dragon and he continues past on his knees and stops just short of the water uh, now sort of behind the dragon. Um, and that brings us to Flint. Can I kind of like investigate if there's any like weaknesses or like something that he... Yeah, you can do that. Uh, you can kind of like study your opponent. So give me an investigation check. Ugh. Uh, not bad. Okay, 15. So you can tell just from looking at this thing that it is not... Uh, it is not flesh and bone so you're not going to be able to poison it for example uh but you can also tell by looking at it that it does not look like it could probably actually fly despite the fact that it has these metallic wings um so you think it's probably stuck to the ground oh interesting um all right so and i'll call that a i'll call that a bonus action too so you can still do okay action um so i'm gonna go by like felosio on the water, how far is that? Is that like uh, about ten feet? Okay. Fifteen. So feet. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go maybe another like maybe ten feet behind her on the water, like on the water. Okay. And then I want to throw. Um... Now, could I use a sneak attack on him right now, or would this like he? He, he, has, so he has. I believe he has not taken a turn yeah. yet, so I think that counts as a. Uh, sneak yeah. Attack. All right. So then I'm gonna do a sneak attack, and I'm gonna throw a horseshoe dart from there. So let me do a dexterity. All right. I got a 19. That will hit. All right. I got 21 damage. Nice. Uh, can you uh, describe your hit to me? Yeah. All right. Um. So. God, I wish he was like flesh. I feel like it's not as fun. Um. I want to go like through his his that little like slit where his rib cage is, and then it okay it comes out and it kind of cuts part of his wing off like on the back there. So it goes through his chest and cuts off part of his wing. Okay, nice. And then uh, the dagger clangs to the ground just behind the dragon from where you threw it. Um, as this dagger hits this dragon, it turns and looks straight at you, Flint. Mm. Um, and it is the dragon's turn. Oh, <laughs> and, water, Flint. oh god! And nice shot, Flint. Fuck him it up. Turns, it turns toward <laughs> Flint, and as it turns, um, it's actually going to make uh, sort of a sweeping tail attack that's going to hit both Felosial and Bran mm. if it's if it's a hit. And that is a fifteen. That'll hit me. Does that hit you, Felosial? Uh that. Uh, it meets it, so yeah. It, well, actually, I have my shield out now. Yes, um, so it wouldn't hit. Okay, that hit hits me. Um, and uh, it was it was actually not going to hit you. He's turning to face oh, you, so his oh, tail oh, was okay. just swinging by Felosio and Bran. Um, that will hit Bran though. Um, Bran, those buddy. Bran is going to take. Eight bludgeoning damage. And he goes skipping across the water like a rock. (laughs) Uh, No, he gets hit, though. um, And now the dragon is facing Flint. 
and uh, it is going to use a uh, a claw attack at Flint. So it steps forward, and Felosial, uh, you are kind of standing right between its two front legs now, and it's going to lash a claw out at Flint, and it is going to get a 23 on that one. That'll hit. And that is going to mm. do 12 slashing damage to you, Flint. Oh. And after it swings this claw at Flint, it sort of rears back, and you can see a gathering of energy in its neck and throat. And it opens its mouth, and it's going to fire a an electric type of breath attack at the four of you on, on the side of the island. So Mace Core, Genril, Felosial, and Flint. I need you all to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, fuck. 21. I got a seven. Dirty 20. 21. All right. So everyone manages to dodge Wait, out. Of I the did. Way I got a seven. I doubt I. Uh, except, uh, I, well, you didn't let oh, me finish. Sorry. Except sorry. Flint. <laughs> yeah. um, um, down, so, darling. Special down. So, General, um, you have your shield out. And yep. rather than dodging this, um, given your experience, you actually hold your shield up to block this. And it seems to absorb some of the energy from this blast. Um, Flint, on the other hand, you are going to take 15 radiant oh, damage. Jeez. Um, and Felosial and Mace Core, you actually uh, are each going to take seven damage as well. Um, so you managed to get out of the way of most of it, but not all of it. Um, mm. And that is the end of this creature's turn. And that brings us to Genro. Um is my can i use my shield to project the energy that it has gathered or not unclear okay cuz i've gathered energy from like three places now into this shield so hmm i guess we'd have to figure that out i think uh i feel like yeah i don't know i you're going to have to try to figure that out if if there is a way to do it okay I'll, i i won't do that won't be my turn this time I, i'm just curious it just seems like a lot of that is going on okay um, so where's everybody else? We're all kind of gathered around. Okay, gotcha. I'm going to I'm going to go out onto the water. I'm gonna walk out onto the water. Which direction? Towards the dead bodies. Okay, so kind of back toward the shore where you came from. Yes, and I think I'd like to try to call the since I can bring things up from under the water. I think I'm gonna to try to bring up the gold to see if that's what the dragon wants okay okay yeah i think that uh that's just going to be your turn summoning it i guess with that spell right yeah i don't it says i can carry anything to the surface at 60 feet per round okay so so it's going to take a round then but you can summon this stuff so you walk over to where the uh the shimmering spot on the ground was underneath the water and you sort of summon this whatever it is. And uh, you can see that it starts to move and shift and rise toward you. Come to the surface, shiny coins. Do you have your hand out and your eyes closed, like concentrating? I'm going, come to the surface, shiny things. <laughs> uh, nice. So yeah, you're going to, you're going to kind of keep that in your mind. Um, and, and you. I'm going to keep singing the whole time. That's time. where we leave Genro for that turn. Then she's standing over the spot with the shiny stuff. Now background music. Just singing. Yeah. 
Um, all right, next up is going to be Mace Core. The dragon's thinking, like, I don't want to fuck with her. <laughs> her <laughs> out there. I'm done with that one. <laughs> that motherfucker's crazy. Know That's yourself. Yeah. Do not eat. That little person is nuts. I'm what done with that. He just he side eyes you, just like, what is going on? <laughs> Um, well, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use the cod piece on this motherfucker. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, I have to go pew 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 pew. And pelvic thrust too, right? Pelvic thrust. Pew 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 pew. Um, and it's a one d twenty plus ten, fifteen foot cone, and oh my stars. for one turn, it's blinded. All right. Nice. Is anyone in and the cone? I think he's big enough that he's taking up enough space and you could aim it up to his head above Felosial. So, um, yeah, you're probably all right on that one. I'm writing so, down that he's blinded. Oh, good. So what I'm going to do is, since I have the Dwarven bow, it gives me advantage on... I would safe to assume this guy's mechanical, right? I think so. Yeah. So I get advantage on all my attacks against mechanical. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to launch... Uh, two explosive arrows, one at his neck and one at um, the the leg that is near um, uh, Branthos. Okay. So my first one, I'm going to roll. For the first arrow, one roll is 13, and the other roll is 22. And for the second arrow, one roll is 12, and the other roll is 17. Uh, I believe both of the hires will hit. Great. Nice. And I'm going to do the damage. 1d4 damage. So the one on his neck does 3 damage. And I don't know if the blast thing happened, does anything, but it's 7 feet of blast. And the second one on the leg does 2 damage. <laughs> and... 17 blast radius blast throwback all right so so you hit this guy with two arrow shots one to the neck and one to kind of the shoulder of his leg and the second one actually forces him back a bit on this smooth stone he kind of slides and you can see some um sparks flying up from underneath his feet and um uh, one of his legs goes into the water with a splash and nothing happens with the water, but um, this thing obviously doesn't have the water walk power that you all have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that brings us to Felosia. Did anything happen with his neck or just damage? Uh, no, just a little bit of uh, a, a puff of smoke and a little bit of damage. Felosia reaches into her pocket and pulls out a tiny cake and she eats it. And then... She throws up the pastry, and beside her is a tiny felosial, half the size with half of her hit points. And I have eaten my cake for two, and I want my cake twin to go and be a bodyguard for Flint. Let's go. Okay. Nice. Um... So my so I have to roll a d6. If it lands on a one, it's an evil twin. So then it's going to just attack us. <laughs> so okay. Oh, God. I got I'm a five. Okay, good. Um, nice. 
So I would like this to be uh, Flint's body shield, essentially, and it'll have 22 hit points. All right. Nice. So Tiny Felosial comes into action. And if I want it to attack, like, I can have it attack. It does half the damage that I would do. But um, is that... It doesn't say if it's a bonus action. Do you want that to be an action or a bonus action? I think that'll be an action. Okay. Um, Can I take a second action or no? Like, as a fighter, I'm allowed to take two, but I don't know if that's counted as, like... Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, and then I'm just... I'm going to charge forward as normal Felosial and swing at the closest leg to me with my right. with my long sword all right give me an attacking throw uh shoot that is a 12 that's gonna miss okay so you take a swing at him with your your sword and it clangs off of a metal plate to no avail and that's the end of my turn all right um now, where does Tiny Felosial go in the order? Does she join with you? The cake the cake will cause user to vomit pastry into a sentinel pile that takes form of the user. The cake's twin is half the size, can perform all attacks as user, or, or for half damage. I took it as, like, if I didn't want to move, I could send it into battle. Oh, maybe maybe that's what it means, yeah. That would make that's sense. what that's what I was taking it to, but basically I just want to tell it like stand in front of Flint. Okay, that's fine. And that's just what it's gonna do is just be Flint's front. Gotcha. Sounds good. All right. Um, next up is going to be Branthos. So Branthos uh, is going to again. He's found his bravery, and he is going to try to scramble up onto the back of this dragon by climbing up the tail. Uh, now that it's facing away from him. And so he is he's going to make an athletics... Actually, he's going to make an acrobatics check because he's got to kind of swing himself up there. And he gets a 16, which is not bad. He doesn't really land it uh, cleanly, but he manages to vault himself up onto the tail on the back of this dragon. And he runs up onto its back and attempts to stab down into it with his quarter staff that he's whipped out of his pocket. And he gets, he gets an eight. Uh, so his attacks aren't really landing, but he tries. Um, and now he's sort of clinging onto the back of this dragon uh, at the moment. And that brings us to Flint. Not bad for a 576-year-old dwarf, eh, Branthos? Shut up! <laughs> um so you said he got pushed back right like by uh by mace core yeah just a bit um can i summon my animal right now i believe you've already done that in this we day. haven't oh shit it is still the same day damn it okay um so you you blow the horn <laughs> and forest does not come running <laughs> no it's just Oh yeah, the sad horn. Uh, yeah, it just sort of like fades. <laughs> um, Don't worry, it happens to everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cold <laughs> out here. Um, <laughs> all right, so I want uh, fuck. I want to try and can I try? You said the hat. Where's the hammer right now? So it's just it's like right in the middle of this beast's chest. It's like part of the makeup of the beast. So is there any way I could grab it? Is there any way I could try and get... You could definitely try. I want to try that. So can I try and like... So right now, I guess what I want to do is run up his leg while he's kind of... I mean, I guess he's focused on me right now, but 
I'm gonna pull some. Yeah, I'm gonna... but it's your turn, right. so you can make uh, you can make like an athletics or acrobatics check to see if you can get up there and try to get a hand on I'll this thing. Come up with some crazy moves if this lands well. So, um, all right, acrobatics. Let's do that. God, I I got a 14. I have plus nine on this, and I fucking oh, I got a 14. <laughs> oh well, so that's not that's not know, bad. Just, so you managed right. to. You manage to run forward and sort of vault yourself up onto the leg, and you get a hold of the the rib cage metal. You aren't able to reach the hammer because it's deeper in the chest, um, and your little cake bodyguard uh, kind of scrambles <laughs> along behind you, uh, leaving little um, icing I love, footprints. I love how she's um, she's kind of like the same size as me. I love how we're like she's yeah. half the size of Pelosio, but she's yeah, like, she's only like a few inches shorter than you. I just keep measuring myself next to her the whole time. Um, yeah, and so she's kind of so she's just like hanging on to the leg of this thing now, right at the foot, um, and you're up there, kind of hanging on to the rib cage, um, and uh, yeah, that's that's where you are, and you could still take an action. That was just your okay. Movement. Yeah. So then, all right. So then, I'll take um, my other horseshoe dart that I have, and I'll use it to just try and stab him with that while I'm close to him. Um, nice. All right. Oh, well, that's not going to hit. Uh, that's a seven. That's going to miss. Yeah. Um, okay, so you stab into him, and it doesn't have any effect. Um, next up is the dragon. And oh. it feels... It's got disadvantage. Yes, it is disadvantaged. Um, it feels Flint on his chest and is going to reach a claw for Flint oh. in an attempt to fling him off oh, no. and along with his uh, little body double. Um and let's see. Uh it gets a sixteen. Fuck. Yep. That'll hit. Okay, so that's he's he's not going to do a full on uh, gra- like slashing attack here because it's trying to grip you and throw you. Um so instead it tosses you away. And he lands on the cake person. <laughs> uh so it sort of tosses you a little bit further away than you were a, m- a moment ago. Um, and then it's going to swing its tail to try to knock Branthos off of its back. Um, so it's sort of whipping itself with its tail to try to knock him off. And it gets a 12, which is going to miss. So it swings its tail and Branthos manages to sort of cling to its back uh, as, it, as it writhes around. Um, and as it's writhing, it's going to turn toward Felosiol and in turn all five, uh, four people who are behind Felosiol, and it is going to once again unleash its breath attack. So I'm going to need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, shoot. Four. 20. 18. Uh, 21. All right. So, Felosiol, you are too close to this thing to have a time to react, and so you are going to take 15 radiant damage. Um and everyone else except for Genril is going to take seven radiant damage, including the cake person. All right. And uh, that is going to be the end of the dragon's turn. And it is on to Genril. Quick, quick question. Did cake person block anything from hitting Flint or no? Uh, no. Okay. Not in this case. Okay. <laughs> so is, have I gotten the shiny stuff to the surface now? Yes, so uh, Genril, you, uh, right as this breath attack happens, you still have your shield covering your little tiny body. Um, and so you're able to continue your concentration on this uh, rising bundle of shiny from down in the water. And it reaches the surface, and you can see 
that it is the uh, tarnished gold jeweled cape cloak that belonged to King Bane, mm. and inside of it is King Bane's skeleton. Okay. <laughs> oh. oh, so cool! That's awesome. So that's what you see, and and it comes up right to the surface, so you could grab it if you want. I I will grab it. Give it here. And, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I can. I'm going to turn the undead. So I can, the, the creature must make a wisdom saving throw. If the creature fails against me, it is turned, it comes back to life for one minute. Whoa. Wow. Cool. Whoa. That's awesome. Yeah. Look at you. Like that. Okay. Um, you all so... made fun of my song and now look what's happening. <laughs> all of... Okay. So are um... you prepared for this dungeon master? Are what's you that? prepared for this right now? I'm, I'm curious to hear. I'm curious. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> I'm curious to hear his voice. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's just the clattering of a, a bony jaw. He doesn't actually talk. All right. So King Bane rolls an 18 <laughs> for a wisdom check. Ooh. Hang on. 14 save DC. So that means he had to roll a 14 or higher to beat your spell, which he rolled an 18. Oh. Dang. So your spell is not going to take effect, and you were going to grab the the like cloak, right, or the shimmering I'm gonna, golden. I'm thing. certainly going to try, but I'm awfully tiny for this giant cloak. But I'm going <laughs> to the the, ti- the heavy jeweled cloak Seriously. that probably weighs more than you. Can I? Can I? Is it? Can it still be part of my turn for me to like scurry over to the island and drop it on the island? Well, so as you grab this cloak, and after sort of trying to like rally this thing to your cause, um, instead, the skeleton of the king actually grabs your wrist as you try to grab the cloak. Oh, no! <laughs> um, so I'm going to need you to make a strength saving throw, please. Oh, no. Get that, you. <laughs> might have been a terrible idea. I feel like you've set two monsters upon us at once. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's mid-roll. I hope you're enjoying the battle so far and this is the last episode in the first arc of Gold Hill City. The next few episodes will be an interlude, and we're also going to have a holiday special coming out in two weeks. We just wanted to take a quick moment to remind you of two things. Hey everybody, I just wanted to hop on quickly and say thank you so much for listening to This Is How We Roll. We have seen an uptick in the number of downloads in the last few weeks, and we just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening and, and inviting other people and introducing them to the show. Please continue doing that. The word of mouth is the best way for our show to grow. We also have some episodes coming up where our players will be visiting Green Hall, which is the home of the Druids in our homebrewed world of Finradel, and they will be shopping for some magical items and potions and such. If you're someone who likes to create homebrewed content, Uh, Maybe you've got a favorite item from your own campaign that you would love to see in ours. Please feel free to send those items to this is how we roll dnd20 at gmail.com. You can find that email address in our show notes. 
but you could feel free to submit items, even if they don't make it onto this particular episode coming up. You could always get it into a future episode, and we would love to hear from you. I wanted to add that if you haven't already followed us on Twitter, please look us up at at T-I-H-W-R, and you will find that we're going to be posting some of our original maps and images from some of our game sessions. So if you're someone who listens to the show and you want to see some of the visuals that we're actually using ourselves, please take a look at that. And uh, yeah, thanks. Please take a moment to subscribe and rate and review our podcast so that we can help spread the word of our show to other people like you. We know that there are a lot of other D&D podcasts out there and wanted to say thank you for listening to ours. I think that's everything, so now it's time to get back to the battle and see if our adventurers can get their hands on that guy a hammer. Um, okay, so this thing has you grappled. Um, it doesn't really do anything to you because you have this water walking spell, but you are it's just grabbing your wrist. And so right now you're kind of stuck holding your shield in one hand and this thing grabbing your wrist, trying to pull you down in the other. Oh, no. Um, and uh, yeah, that's where you are. So you will be unable to move until you can break that strength saving throw on your next turn. Okay. All right. Next Twas up. Twas a thought. <laughs> next up is going to be Mace Core. It was a good thought. It was. I applaud that. Um, can I do a perception check to see if there's any sort of stalagmites above the dragon that I could drop on him? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Give me an investigation. Oh, that's a good idea. 17. So you look up at the ceiling, um, sort of lit now by this dim glow from the, uh, the dragon's energy and from your fairy lights, which I assume you still have. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't see any like big chunks of rock, but you do see what seems to be some sort of light-colored silver seam that runs right down the middle of the ceiling um, in the direction of the dragon and running all the way back to the door where you came in. A silver seam, you said? It's like a silver-ish color. Guys, I see some silver line at the top of the roof. Should I shoot at it? I, I have no idea. What... I'm baffled. I'm baffled. I don't think it would hurt to waste, a, waste some time trying that. <laughs> waste some time? What are you talking about? I'm going to waste time now. I'll go walk away. Uh no 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 mace call do it do it it. uh does that jordan is that considered an attack if i shoot at the ceiling yeah if you want to shoot an arrow at it that would be one of your shots so i get two attacks per turn with that do i do two okay so i'm going to do two exploding arrow shots at the ceiling they do not have advantage because it's not why don't you just do one and then we'll see what happens i'll do one arrow shot and then you'll have a second attack if it if it succeeds. Uh, 16. All right, good enough. So you shoot an exploding arrow at this seam. And suddenly, uh, I'm going to need everyone to quickly make a dexterity saving throw, please. Uh, including the dragon. 23. Ooh, dragon's not going to pass. 
15. 19. 24. Oh, wow. And let's see what Bran does. Uh, 13. That's good enough. Okay, so everyone of you, when you see Mace Corps take this shot, you all manage right at the onset to turn your eyes away just in time. Uh, the dragon is sort of watching this arrow hit the ceiling and does not turn away in time. And what happens is the arrow ignites a seam of magnesium in the roof of this cavern and a blinding white blue light lights up this entire cave, which you can see now is about 200 feet to the walls on the far side. And the only way in or out is the door that you came through and the magnesium seam ignites along the length of the ceiling and drops stones, which plummet into the water, causing ripples and waves. And it also drops a bunch of rocks and rubble on top of the dragon and Bran and Philosial. And they, uh, uh, let's see, you yeah, so since Bran and Philosial kind of see this coming, they're able to sort of dodge and duck out of the way from these pieces of rubble, but the dragon is going to take 13 bludgeoning damage from the rocks falling from the ceiling. Good job, Mace Core. All right. Yeah. And you still have one more attack on your turn. Finish him. Finish him. I'm going to shoot an exploding arrow right um, at his eye. All right. How many of these exploding arrows do you have, by the way? Uh, I think I had like 25, so I have like two left. Okay. I uh, got a 14 plus 7 is 20. That will hit. Yeah. Distance is 15, or I guess exploding, and the damage is 2. All right. So your second arrow catches the dragon fully in the eye, and it jerks its head back, and it actually slides a little further down into the water, and Bran is now just above the surface of the water. Oh, no. Um, and the dragon is sort of like just has its front legs up on the island at this point. Um, and that brings us back to Felosiel. Felosiel, we've got to get the hammer and brand. I'm going to pull out a fight pale ale and drink it as a bonus action. Okay. And that gives me plus five to strength and plus five to intelligence for 20 right. rounds. 20 rounds. So crazy. Yeah. So I'm going to do that, and then I'm just going to use my longsword, and um, I can be 10 feet away to hit with this sword, and I get two attacks. All right. Go for it. So the first one is a 25 to hit. That will hit. And the second one is a 15 to hit. That will also hit. Ooh. Nice. This is like when Captain America gets uh, the the hammer. Oh. Can you sign, send Tiny Cake Felosial in to get the hammer? There we go. <laughs> Let's see. A 10 and an 8, so 18 damage. All right. You want to describe that to me? Yeah. So I just run towards its front leg that's closest to me. I think it's its front right leg. And I just start slashing right where like the wrist connection would be to try to sever the hand from the arm all right so that is a nice slash and this time your sword actually picks up a little bit of the energy for just a moment as it slashes through this thing's leg and you can see some sparks flying out of the sides not exactly bloodied yet but it's getting there and 
that brings us to uh, Branthos. So Branthos, once again, is sort of scrambling around on this thing's back, and he's going to continue his run up onto the head of this thing and try to jam his uh, his quarterstaff right into its eye, and the same one that Mace Core just targeted. So he's going to make an attack. <laughs> He gets a seven. Oh my god! So that's gonna miss. He's rolled a three, a three, and a four. So his eyes, his eyesight is bad because he's old. Yeah. So uh, Bran, <laughs> Bran is now uh, kind of precariously perched on the back of this thing's head, holding on to his quarter staff um, and the scales on the back of the neck. And that brings us to Flint. All right. Uh, I don't think I have either of my horseshoe darts anymore. So. How far away am I from this guy? About 20 feet, roughly 20, 30, something in there. All right. So I'm going to run up close enough to him and try and go after that same wrist that Felosio was going after with my uh, folded steel war hammer and see if I could do any damage there. All right. And I probably can't because I got a nine. All right. So you swing your war hammer at him and... He just deftly raises the leg out of the way at the last second, uh, dodging your attack. And it is now the dragon's turn. And it looks down at Flint, who just swung this hammer at him. And it says, enough. And you see the dragon rear up onto its back legs, standing upright. And now Branthos is just like 40 feet up in the air. Hanging on to this thing's head. And the dragon reaches into its chest cavity and pulls out the Gaia hammer holding it in its right claw. Fucking go. And it rears back and it actually takes a mighty swing with the hammer at Flint. Oh no. Not gonna kill me. Um so Flint, let's see. What does he roll with this? He rolls a 32 with the Gaia hammer. And right as right as the hammer comes down in this fell swoop from a great height, basically like he's trying to drive you into the ground like a tent stake. Mm. Um, right as the hammer is about to meet you, Flint, Branthos, who has leapt from the dragon's neck, lands on the ground just in front of you and shoves you out of the way. What? <gasps> no. no. Branthos. And Branthos has pulled back his cloak and revealed his shining mithril armor. Oh. And oh, as he shoves Flint out of the way, the dragon swings through with the hammer and makes a great contact with Bran's armor. And... All five of you, including the cake Felosial, are absolutely flattened onto your backs by a shockwave that comes out of this hammer and Bran's armor. And what you see as you're sort of being knocked to the ground by this shockwave is the dragon is actually blasted backward and sort of falls into the lake. And Bran is actually hit hard enough that he does, in fact, skip across the water. (laughs) He slams against the wall right next to the door where you came in. You knew, Felocio. 
you knew. Um, and uh, yeah, Branthos slumps to the floor motionless oh. where he lands. Oh, fuck. The dragon was blasted backwards far enough that it is now fully submerged in the water. And it takes a few moments, but the water starts to churn and froth where the dragon was. And you see it crawling up out of the water where it was holding the hammer in its right hand. You now see that the metal has been peeled back and there's a lot of electricity and energy sparking out from where he had been holding the hammer, which is now again, firmly lodged in the dragon's chest. And that is where we are. And so that brings us to Genril. So I have to get up before I can do anything, right? Yeah, you can stand up though. You're still grappled, no? I can just. Yeah, I'm still. I'm still held. That guy. Still held. Is it, did that thing knock the king off? Yes. So oh. the the shockwave actually knocked the king's lo- uh, grip loose, and also he's sinking back to the ground. Oh, I wanted that robe. Okay, it's all right. So um, I'd like to get to my feet. Can I roll an investigation to see if I can use my shield to project energy? Um, you what, could. What would like what? How would I? Um, why don't you make an arcana check? So that's Ooh. sort of like a magic check. Got it. Or a religion check, whichever one you like. Oh, okay. Hang on. I'll do a religion. Oh, good idea. Religion. I like it. Okay. 17. Uh, yes. So you can tell that if you were to channel the energy in your shield through some sort of electric or lightning based spell that it would add damage and power to your spell. Okay. So I have, um, then I will, can I still keep going or was that it for me? Yeah. Yeah. That was just an investigation. So that's fine. Okay. So I'm going to call lightning. All right. Cast a spell, choose a point that I can see within range. A bolt of lightning flashes down from the crap, the cloud to that point. Each creature within five feet of that point, which nobody's there. Okay. So we don't have to worry about that. Um, on each of my turns until my spell ends, you can use my action to call down lightning in a different way, targeting the same point or a different point. When I cast this, hang on. Nope, that's it. So all, so a dexterity saving throw. Okay, awesome. The creature takes 310 lightning damage on a failed save. 3d10 lightning damage. So he rolls an eight for the saving throw. 14, yep. He does not reach that. So he fails the save. So he's going to take 3d10 lightning damage. Yes. And, but if, does my shield increase it? Like that's what we were yes. trying to do. Okay. So your shield has absorbed, just eyeballing it. I haven't been writing it down, but I believe it's absorbed about 25 damage. So okay. that 25 damage will be tacked on to whatever you do on this attack. Ooh. Darlings, I'm about to blow up the big mean creature. Let's <laughs> everyone watch. I'm tiny. But good. That hammer. Should we be right. watching if it's lightning damage? So five, three, ten plus twenty-five. Eighteen plus twenty-five. Eighteen plus twenty-five. So forty-three damage. Woo! Nice. Spicy. All right. So, general calls lightning. You want to describe how this looks with the sh- like incorporating the shield? Certainly. Gen- I am going to glide back across the water holding my shield in front of me and I call the lightning of Talos to enter the dragon's chest through my shield 
So I think instead of the, the lightning actually being called on the dragon's spot, it's called right to your shield, which you've angled and you reflect the lightning right at it. Mm. And it, so it amplifies the energy. And when this energy hits the dragon um, in the chest, you actually see that it it, it just blasts this thing. Um, oh. And the metal kit rib cage is sort of peeled back, laying bare the hammer inside of it. The dragon is not real happy about this. Um, and so it's actually going to have a turn out of turn here. And it's going to quickly make a dash back up onto the land where it is going to unleash its breath attack yet again on all of you. And it gets, let's see. Oh, you need to make a dexterity saving throw. You all that are down, you have disadvantage because you are prone. So I get a 14. 18. I got an eight. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, so Flint and Felosi are going to take full damage, except for you, Flint. The cake, uh, Felosiel, is going to oh. quickly dive in front of you as this happens and absorb as yeah. much as she can. Yeah, cake Felosiel. <laughs> and you are going to take nine radiant damage, Felosiel, and Flint, uh, you're not going to take any because cake Felosiel has blocked you. Cake Felosio has six left, just so you know. And Genril um, and Macecore, you each are going to take four radiant damage. Um, Genril, your shield was just used, so it's not in position to block this because this thing sort of like comes right back at you. And next up is going to be Macecore. Mm. So I get two attacks per turn. What I'm going to do is my first attack, I'm going to use my, um, my ice breath weapon. Ooh. How many times a day do you get that? Because I think you've used that in the I get cave. once per short rest. Okay, nice. So um, I get it back. As an action, exhale a 15-foot cone. Um, it gives me more information. You have to stand up first, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I probably have to stand up. I would say. Do I, do I have to roll something to stand up? No, it just takes half of your movement. Okay. So I'm going to stand up, and it's 3d6 and... The DC for this saving throw equals eight plus my constitution modifier, which is one, so it's nine. Um, oh, and your proficiency bonus. So probably 12. Uh, nine, yeah, it's 12, correct. Um, so that's a saving throw and three D6. Uh, and if you the dragon passes it, it takes half as much damage. It got a 16. Okay. Seven plus four is 12, so six damage. All right. Dragon fight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if uh, cold damage does anything to it, but that's what it is. Uh, how much was it supposed to take? Six? Uh, it's taking seven. No, six. You're right. Sorry. Six. So it actually is only going to take three. Well, it was supposed to take 12. Right, but it's only going to take three because it is cold resistant. Ugh. Oh, fuck. Okay, uh, well. The worst dragon fight ever. <laughs> Seriously. Cold resistant. Um, and you know what? Uh, is its chest cavity blown open? Yeah, pretty good. I'm going to shoot a regular arrow. Well, I have two exploding arrows left. Do I do it? Make your choices, darling. Do it. Do it. I'm going to use one of my, uh, my second to last exploding arrow into its chest. All right. Make that attack. So I get, advanta- I get advantage on that. Oh, yeah. It's still blinded. Well, no, because it's a mechanical uh, right. beast. Uh, Fourteen. Is it still blinded though? Uh, it is. It is not actually because its turn has passed, or it took a turn anyways. Uh, Fourteen. Yep. 
that is going to miss. Oh, Ooh. fuck. So your, your exploding arrow goes right through one of its many gaps in its metallic structure now and out the back and lands on the surface of the water and explodes. Um, and you see some of these undead arms reach up to the exploded rippling spot, but they don't grab anything since it was just an arrow. Uh, I'm done then. All right. Uh, next up is going to be Felosio. I'm just, I'm going to run, or I guess I need to stand up first. And then I have 35 feet of movement, so I assume I can get to uh, the dragon. And I'm going to attack it with my longsword still. Same thing. All right. Give me those attacks. A 13 and a dirty 20. Um, the, the first one will miss and the second one will hit. An 11. All right. Nice. So you slash at this thing and... Uh, you nearly hack off one of his front legs. Um, he's not looking real happy about it. Um, and that's going to bring us back to Flint. All right. So would I have enough distance? I think I have 25, my speed. Um, could I get to him? Yeah, All you right. can get to him. So I'm going to go for another Warhammer, just blaster. See what I can get with this. All right. I just got to get a good roll here. Make like an acrobatics attack and try to like jump off of the pedestal and attack him with your hammer. So, um, right. give me an Let's acrobatics check instead of your normal hit. All right, I got a twenty-eight. Woo! <laughs> All right, so Flint, and then roll your damage, please. Right. Um, so with that one, it's a the little felocial cake is just like trying to run after him. <laughs> Jumps off the thing and like falls. All right, I got. Uh... 12, 12 damage on that. All right. Uh, give me an epic description of how you smite and destroy this mechanical oh, dragon once and for all. All right. So I hop off this. The So let's say like I jump off the little, I don't know, a spot on there. I jump off. I hit him in the head. His head comes off. And then I come back around and hit his body with his own head attached to the warhammer, <laughs> And it just blasts him back into the water. So we do like uh, so you do this and and the pile metal and and scraps just disintegrates and you sort of hear this long drawn out cry and almost like a, a demonic whisper uh, a hint of a demonic whisper in, involved in it as well so he just cries out um, as he's struck down and the metal pieces that comprise its body just float away into the water and down into the depths. And what is left is Flint, as you land in the aftermath, the only thing left on the ground in front of you is the golden hammer of the king of the mountain. Pick up the hammer really quickly. <laughs> oh, I, I pick the hammer up. All right, so Flint smites the dragon and picks up the hammer of Bane, also known as the Gaia hammer, and... General still he... singing her song in the background. <laughs> General still singing to the yes to the shinies. And actually, General, if you want, if you want to pull that shiny stuff back up, you could work on that while he's uh, dealing with the hammer. Okay. Um, so Flint, you pick up the hammer, and suddenly you have sort of the concrete version of all of these visions that you've seen. You get the actual memory version of them that sort of comes flooding into your mind. And you also learn, when you pick up the hammer, you see King Bane 
standing with a tall dragonborn man while forging the hammer in the breath in the breath of a black dragon and this was a long long time ago and somehow when you pick up this hammer you also know somewhere inside of your head that Branthos is, in fact, the great-great-grandson of King Bane of the mountain. Oh, Branthos! And speaking of Branthos, right around that moment, Flint, you remember that Branthos is somewhere in this cave having just been absolutely demolished. Saved my life, that's right. By the door. And so that's the scene. So what are y'all going to do? Where's the shiny thing from the water? In my hands. In my hands. So it's rising. It's rising up. It's like halfway up. I want to run, run over to Branthos and uh, check on him and see if he's alive and well. I'll pick up a cake full of seal on my back and piggyback her over there as well. Yeah, we can, all, we can all run right across the water. We can run right across to him. Before I leave the island, can I do a investigation check to see if the dragon left anything in the rubble? Yeah, sure. Um, give me an investigation. 15. Um, so Macecore, you find a handful of precious gems and some like nicer looking metallic pieces. Um, I'm going to say the total value of them is somewhere around, uh, I'd say, how many of you are there? There's four of you. Twenty, About 2,400 gold pieces in value. Um, so you can just go ahead and mark down 2,400 gold pieces in your inventory. What? <laughs> Each or total? For Mace Core. 2,400? Just for Mace Core. Mace Core, you can spare them, you know. (laughs) I will, I will. You don't have to. He is a dragonborn, so he's probably a bit of a hoarder. Flint, can you make a a medicine check on Bran and just sort of check out his status? I'm going to cast Guidance on Flint. That's an extra D4. All right, Um, medicine check. All right, and you said an extra D4 with that. All right, I got a 17. All right, so when you approach him, he is still completely motionless and sort of laying at a weird angle with one of his legs crumpled underneath his body. And you reach down to him, and you think for a moment that he may be dead. But you shake him and sort of pound on his chest, and suddenly he gasps. And he takes a deep breath that seems to be a labored breath um, because he has been badly injured by the hammer. And you can see that the center of his mithril chainmail even has a scorched pattern where the hammer made an impact on it. Uh, and it appears to have been actually misshapen just a bit by this impact. Um, he takes this breath and now he's breathing, but he uh, is fully unconscious. Um, he is not going to be standing up anytime soon from what you can tell. Uh, but Flint, you can actually, uh, you can tell from what you did that you have stabilized him. So he will not die, um, you know, just from natural causes at this moment. Hmm. Can I cast healing word on him? Sure. Okay. That is. You have to say the healing word. Uh, the healing word is, uh, is Shucky Ducky. What is Shucky Ducky? Shucky Ducky. <laughs> is that, uh, the group healing word. Ducky, 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 and he gets four health points back, which isn't great, but it's something. Uh, no, so he doesn't look much better. Uh, a little bit of color returns to his face, though. Do I have to wait for my turn, or can I 
also do something. Do I have to wait? So you're still uh, you. So general, you see that this this shiny robe with all the nice gems has now risen back to the top of the pool and there's no longer a skeleton attached thank god um it's just the jackets that you saw uh, that flint saw in the the visions of king bane and yeah it comes up to the surface so you can grab it so i'd like to grab it and i'd like to scurry back i'd like to skip across the water to uh branthos all right, so you come across and you grab this thing and it does not have any reaction. So you actually manage to get this king's clothing and you bring it back across and you're standing next to Branthos with this dripping wet uh, gold thing. And I'm very tiny, so I'd like some help carrying it. Where did where did you get this from, Genril? And I'll go over and help her. Thank you. Um, now I would like to cast a prayer of healing on our friend Branthos. Could- could, could we also put this cloak over top of him? Yes, let's do it. Put the cloak on him, but it's wet. You, yeah, you put a sopping wet gold <laughs> cloak on top of him, and it does not seem to be helping his breathing at all. Oh, oh, t- oh God, oh, oh. God. T- t- God's uh, talus, take take that off of him. <laughs> I want to put, uh, I want to place the sword in his hands and see if, or the hammer, I'm sorry. I want to place a hammer in his hands and see if it doesn't. Wait, I get, don't I get to do my spell? Yeah. Oh, sorry. So I'm going to cast a prayer of healing on our friend, which is he will regain regain points 2d8 plus my spell casting ability modifier. Nice. So how much does he regain in total? 25. 25. All right. So this prayer does fully rouse him. So he opens his eyes. What is the prayer? And What is the yeah, prayer? Yeah, yeah. Give us the prayer of healing. <laughs> Do I have to sing it like I did the other the others? Oh. <laughs> I say a little prayer for you. <laughs> That's the best one. Let's do it. <laughs> we join in forever. A little prayer for you. <laughs> we all join in. <laughs> we did it it's, there's some very good acoustics in there. <laughs> Even the dragon's like, oh, that's real good. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, he feels much better. So he, he wakes up um, and he is very uh, sore because he's got some probably several broken ribs. His skull is half caved in. Um, yeah, his kidneys are like flying out the back <laughs> of his body. Um, but he uh, he's he's alive and able to walk on his own. So I think your prayer also sort of mends his leg, whatever was wrong with it. And so he has he has positive hit points again. So well done. You've and he says, Oi, what happened there? I think I might have blacked out for a minute. Uh, a, a, a lot of shit went down. It was better that you were blacked out. And he sees the hammer in Flint's hands and he says, Oh my god. Is that the guy a hammer? Yes, my friend, it is. He took a blow from this one. I can't believe that you got it. We did. And this very heavy, very wet cloak. <laughs> well, that's nice too, I have to say. I'm tiny, so I can only lift the very edge of it up. <laughs> can, can, can you stand up? I, I think I can. And he stands up. Uh, he's going to be a little bit ginger on his feet, but he can certainly walk on his own. And he looks around and says, well, we got what we came for. I think we should get out of here before something else comes after us. I agree. Let's get at him. Flint, are you going to shove that into his hands? Oh, uh, I mean, he's already up. I kind of want it. I don't want it. <laughs> <Okay. that. laughs> 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, You're a greedy son of a bitch. Um, well, while we're down here, can I look around for any plants? Are there any plants this far down? Give me an investigation. <laughs> uh, 13. You don't see anything like that down here. Not this far into the mountain anyways. Um, all right. Bran says, who has the key to get us out of here? I really want to go get a drink. Uh, I think Flint, do you have number seven? Um, yes. Yeah, I think I do. I have it. Um, yeah, so I go up and I use the key. It's number two or number six, not number seven. No, that is not true. So Flint puts number se- key number seven in the lock and it fits in the lock and it clicks and the door sort of turns the gears and swings away. As the door swings away, you start to feel a shaking in the ground, a bit of an earthquake type sensation. And um, just as you turn to walk out the door, a large piece of stone falls from the ceiling above the door and it smashes the cake fallociol just flat into the ground. No! And it's just oh. icing and cake <laughs> everywhere. No! <laughs> but you look around and you see that there are actually chunks of ceiling starting to fall in this low part of the cave. We best go. Bran, yeah, Bran says, I think we better make a run for it. I'll try to keep up. Um, and he's sort of like hobbling as fast as he can with his quarterstaff. And yeah, you need to book it. I want to grab a piece of crystal. So the first stretch of your journey is through the crystal cave. Um, Felosio, if you want to do that, you got to make a strength check for me. Uh, that is like a 27 or something since I still have the slut fight pale ale. All right, you got that. Now uh, you snap off a piece of crystal and I need you to make an athletics check to see if you can then still make it out of that room before it collapses. That Ooh. is a 17. Uh, yeah, just barely. So Felosial is sort of trailing behind the group as you all sprint across this pathway through the crystal cave and you reach the stairwell that leads back up into the, ma- the main part of the mountain. Um, you reach the bridge, the swinging bridge at the top of the stairs and you come back across the bridge. Bren is sort of hobbling and leading you and... Uh, then you have to navigate a series of tunnels. Make me a quick survival check to make sure that you can navigate this correctly as a group. 14. 15. Two. Oh, God. Luckily, you have short legs, so you can follow us. 16. All right, so as a group, you're able to successfully remember the way that you had come, um, and you managed to find your way back up the tunnel to the spot where you had left the train on the set of bumpers. The cave around you is starting to shake a little more violently now. Oh boy. And you're starting to see uh, bricks falling out of the paved tunnels from the past. Um, So what would you like to do? I pull out my whistle and I blow it. Blow that whistle. Let's get on the train first. Yeah, like as we're jumping on the train. All right, so everybody scurries ahead. Branthos hops into the cabin, uh, the, the crew cabin of this train. Um, and Flint hops in there with him. Genril and Mace Corps hop into the passenger car, and Felosio, you hop onto the, the junction between the two cars, and uh, you blow the whistle, and Flint, uh, or sorry, Bran starts throwing switches 
and you start to feel the train moving slowly backward back up the tunnel. Um, I suck on the whistle first, thinking I have to go in reverse. Oh my! <laughs> so when you do that, it, when you do that, the train speeds up, going backwards. <laughs> nice. Blow my whistle! Don't keep sucking on the whistle. Uh, yes. So Felosio does a good suck check, and the train speeds up even more. Um, and so now you're moving at a pretty good clip and you see the lower sections of the city passing you by that you had seen earlier. And as you climb and climb through these tunnels, the cave is still shaking and pieces of, of tunnel are falling. And luckily none have fallen across the train, uh, the train tracks so far. So all of a sudden you open up into a much lighter chamber and you realize that the train has arrived at the central switching station and you are going far too fast. Ooh. So I'm going to need everyone to make an acrobatics check to see if you, you can bail out of this train before it crashes. Oh my gosh. 23. 18. I got a 10. I cast guidance on uh, Flint. I mean. So add a four to that. I got a 10 as well. And I can cast guidance on Mace Core too. It's a cantrip. 14. So I reach out to both of them. Okay, so yeah, with, with their help, you like grab onto the backs of their shirts because they're a little slow. And Bran manages to sort of like pole vault himself with his staff. Um, he, he doesn't quite land it, so he's going to take a little bit of damage. Uh, he takes six bludgeoning damage as he rolls, and he's looking really in a lot of pain. But you manage to get back to this station, and once you hop out of the train at the station, you can feel that the shaking is a lot less up here in the upper chambers. Um, but Bran suggests that you were going to want to continue back up out of the cave. And he quickly foots it up the tunnel toward where you fought the first magnetic monster and back toward the entrance to the cave where your horse cart is waiting. And your horses seem perturbed by the shaking earth, but the cart is there and they're still hooked up. And so he hops on the cart and bids you to follow him onto the cart. Come on, everyone, get in the get in the cart. Get in. Let's go. I'm gonna throw Genril into the cart. I'm Ow. hopping on. <laughs> Ow. All right, everyone hops Who's onto the, the cart. Who's got the cloak? Didn't you have it? It's too big for me to carry, my darling. I thought um, you all right, so somebody has it. So you hop onto the cart and Bran spurs the horses forward and your cart click clock clip clop clip clops right out the front of the cave. And you find yourselves back outside of the entrance to Gold Hill City on a beautiful, brilliant winter day. If you don't do your job, someone else will come along exactly. eventually and do it for you. So. That's, that's or that we know. The moral of the story. 